Chapter 4, Part 1 of Tales of a Vanishing River. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Tom Hirsch. Tales of a Vanishing River by Earl H. Reed. The Weather Book of Buck Granger's Grandfather. Part 1. My friend Buck told me something of his grandfather's history as we sat in the genial glow of the stone fireplace the evening after I had examined the contents of the brass-bound box. The old pioneer, with his wife and two sons, had come west in 1810 and located on the island. He found many Indians there, and his relations with them were very friendly. A small area was cleared and cultivated on the island, but the main source of livelihood was hunting, fishing, and trapping. The woods and waters teemed with life and nature yielded easily of her abundance. The old man lived alone for many years after the death of his wife. His sons married and went farther west. Two years before he died, one of the sons, Buck's father, returned with his wife and little boy to the old home. Buck was now the only surviving member of the family. His recollections of his grandfather were rather vague. He remembered him as an old man with a white bushy beard, frowsy coonskin cap, earmuffs, and fur mittens. He had spent much time with him fishing along the river and in trips through the woods. From him he had learned the ways of the big marsh and much of the unwritten lore of the forest. His stories of the old pioneer gave an impression of one who was much given to having his own way, rather crusty at times but whose sympathy and kindness of heart were often imposed upon by those who knew him. Buck said that in the old oak chest in the attic was a lot of stuff that had belonged to his grandfather. We went to the attic the next morning and took out of the chest the odd assortment of things we found in it. Most of them were of no special interest. There were some old account books, several canceled promissory notes for small amounts, and a package of receipts. One note, payable to the old man, was marked across its face, Debt forgiven, can't collect. I was pleased to find a bag of Indian arrowheads, many of them beautifully made, a couple of spearheads, and a tomahawk. There was a section of a maple tree root, about a foot long in the chest, that Buck said he had chopped out one winter in the woods near the marsh. A steel trap was embedded in it, and between the jaws were two bones of a coon's foot. The uneven hammer marks on the metal indicated that the trap was probably home-forged. Buck had identified it as one belonging to his grandfather, and there were others like it in the chest. Apparently the victim had dragged the trap to the foot of the tree, which it was unable to climb, 
He had died with his leg across the young exposed root that had grown around and through the mechanism, until only a portion of the rusty chain, the end of the spring, and the upper parts of the jaws that held the little bones remained. The story of the tragedy was plainly told. In the bottom of the chest was a thick leather-bound book. On the cover was some crude lettering in black ink, with labored attempts at ornamentation. On removing the dust, I deciphered the inscription, Weather Book, Josiah Granger. Evidently, its author had spent much time in keeping a record of the weather and of his life on the island. Innumerable thermometer readings filled columns at the right of the pages. After most of the dates were weather observations, comments on intrusive friends, and various things that had come within the sphere of a lonely existence. Diaries are pictures of character, unsafe repositories of intimate personal things that enlighten and betray. Among the pages were traces of petty jealousies and much harmless egotism. Here and there were patches of sunlight, touches of irony and unconscious humor. At times a tinge of pathos shadowed the lines of the weather book, and under it all was the human story of one who, in this humble form of expression, had sought relief from solitude. As I perused the faded chronicles, the figure of an old man sitting before his fire at night with his pipe and almanac, diligently recording the happenings of the days that passed in his little world, seemed a reality. The record covered a number of years, but extracts from the entries of 1852 will convey a general idea of the contents of the old book. January 1st this is the first of the year, and I start in not very well. Cold prevails and a good deal of snow. Snow drifts stacked around the house. Can't see out. I stay mostly in my blanket. January 10th. Lots of snow. Froze hard last night. Big wind. Stayed in and must hole up for rest of winter if this keeps up. Rheumatism bad. Hiram Barnes come today with feet froze. It is blowing bad. Looks worse outside. Moon eclipse was predicted for the 8th, but nothing of the kind seen. January 12th. I noticed by my almanac Lady J. Gray beheaded today in 1555, but what for does not say, and heavy rainstorms predicted, but nothing of the kind. It has never been colder. I got to melt some more snow and get the pump going. She is froze hard. January 14th. Was out some today, and it looks thawy. Thaw coming. Some deer tracks on island. We'll get after deer soon. January 16th. Got a buck today, and fixed the meat. Sun up and sunset, both according to clock. Everything on schedule. Some swelling white clouds off in the west. Cold bait some. January 20th. We're getting storms in these parts, and a good deal of weather comes at night. 
Some days are clear and cold, with mercury steady at zero. The moon is around, but night's dark and cloudy. Moon must have been full the seventh, but not seen. January 31st. Month closes mild, yet fly in the snow. River ice some places over a foot thick. This has been a remarkable month. There was too much weather in January. The mercury gets funny now and then. I don't think any thermometer is accurate. February 2nd. Big thaw has come, and early in the morning a shower of rain. Got a buck on the ice at the marsh and got the meat home late. This was yesterday. Snow is all mushy. This has been a queer day. It is now 5 p.m. February 3rd. Snow flurries mixed with rain. Ice breaking some. I hear many cracks out on the river. As I sat down to write in my weather book, I believe backbone of the winter is broke. February 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Had one nice bright day and ever since a whopping big storm. Big drifts. Can't see out. Must get some backache ointment. Full moon was on the 5th. Good thing I got a lot of wood in. I notice in my almanac storms probable this month, and this is right. February 15th. Out yesterday in 20 inches snow in woods. Shot three partridges near the house. Wolves yelled all night. Seen geese flying north, but they better go back. It is warmer, though. Some deer crossed river last night. This is being a remarkable month. Cool and misty air prevails as I write. February 20th. I was down to the marsh. This was yesterday. Got 36 rats from 42 traps. Two traps lost. Some rat houses near channel butted out by ice moving along. Seen some geese very high going north. One, I think, was a flock of swans. Fog and sleet tonight. February 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. All bad days. G. Washington had a birthday on the 22nd. That was my birthday, too. The politics would make him sick if he could see them now. There's lots of dead people that would not like what is now going on and we would not like some things they done if we was thar. February 28th. Snow most gone in hard rain. A lot of ice moving in river. I seen four flocks geese, five of ducks, mostly bluebills. Thar's been few deer this winter. I got two bucks and one doe, all fat in good condition, and I got a small bear. This was over near Wildcat Swamp on the 18th, and I forgot to write it down. Old Josiah and the dog was there on that date. February 29th. This is leap year. Have not been out today. I'm getting throw the winter all right. February, a changeable month. It closes with fogs and water high. S. Cronkite come today on his way to the marsh. His news is Ed Baxter and Fanny Noonan got married January 6th. Probably she asked him. 
Weather tonight looks thick. Clouds both big and black are in the west. March 5th. Geese coming right along now and thousands of ducks. Rats on the marsh been pretty fair. Got a lot so far, but probably will find prices bad. Your Uncle Josiah was all over the oak track and boat for mallards. Got over fifty. He had on his shooting shirt. They was after the acorns in about two feet of water. This was yesterday. Many ducks going on north and some geese gone too, but some will stay and make nests. March 11th. Two eagles lit today on the island and stayed round all p.m. They may think of nesting here. Old Josiah will take a pop at them. Dense clouds are around. March 15th. I notice in my almanac big floods all over the south and swelling rivers predicted. Big flood here, too, as I write. Everything overflowed. River ice all gone. Lots of dead timber coming down and floating bushes. Most of the news you read in the almanac is bad. On most all the dates, bloodshed and fires and famines are noticed, and many battles and deaths of kings and queens. Funny, no jacks are spoken of. Shot sixty-two ducks, eleven geese. Lost ammunition on a big flock. Sniper around and some plover coming in. Got thirty-four rats and a wolf. This was yesterday. Saw two deer at Huckleberry Bayou. They left on time. There was wildcat tracks on the island Monday morning after a light bust of snow. Would like to get that cuss. He better look out for the old man. His skin would make a good vest. Moon was full on the 6th, but I've been busy right along and not everything written down. This is a bad day, and I stayed in. Awful hard rain going on as I write. You get a bucketful in the face if you open the door. High wind and probably a lot of damage somewhere. It's now 8 p.m. and your Uncle Josiah to bed. March 16th. Clearing weather was out but rheumatism some worse lost ammunition on two geese that flew over at evening my almanac says the planetary aspects for planting potatoes will be favorable in four weeks now i notice there has been a lot of small aminals around some skunks and foxes must put out some traps march twentieth Clear, bright, and calm, and no weather now for four days. It is a new moon like a melon rind tonight, and I seen it over my left shoulder. It hangs wet in the west, but this means rain. Fixin' the chicken house again, all skunks and foxes, but weasels may get in. A wolf has been around the island. A fog prevails tonight. March 21. Bad day, but it gets into spring now. March 22. Good weather for ducks, but they fly high. Better for geese. Gusty-looking sky tonight. March 24th. I went after them yesterday. Got no ducks, but it was good weather for them. Shot 22 geese. Bad day for geese, too. Got 40 rats. Perhaps a small snow tonight. Looks likely. March 26th. Got a boat full of rats. We'll skin tomorrow. 
This was yesterday I got the rats. Bad storm today. Can't see out. Weather foul and bad. Old Josiah gets mush rats all right when he goes out in his little trapping boat. March 27th. Cold day. Thermometer busted March 10. Can't tell how cold it is, but it is cold. The mercury must be way down. Light bust the snow as I write. Must get some magic oil for stiff joints. March 28th. River is froze along edges, but open in the current. Duck and geese moving thick. Big bunches went over today, flying high. Some deer around. Must go after deer tomorrow. A lot of jaybirds around the house. Crows and jaybirds make racket. Must have quiet. Must get bag of small shot. March 30th. Got no deer yesterday. Seen one, but too far off. If could have shot with a spyglass, I could have got him if I had had one. Got some sassafras. Must cook some spring medicine. I now have all ingredients. March 31st. Foggy today. Snipe around. Light sprinkled of rain. Lost ammunition on bunch of plover flying over. Chopped some wood. Caught two weasels and a skunk. This was yesterday. Frogs are around. Got a new thermometer, but I think it not accurate. The mercury is red. Probably all right for summer weather. Am now taking system tonic. Good deal of Baptist weather and some snow this month, but in general a fine month. Ducks and geese have been thicker than har on a dog, and I done well on rats, too. Got all traps out of marsh, and some not mine. Spring is right on schedule. Tomorrow is April Fool's Day, and a lot of them around. April 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10. All fair days with no weather, but a mushy bust of snow has come as I write. On the ninth was Good Friday. Our Lord was crucified in my almanac on that day. That was a big mistake. I noticed for three days sun up and sunset late compared with clock, so have set clock. Sun and clock now on schedule according to almanac and with my new marker on the stump and notch in windowsill, everything is all right up to date. Your Uncle Josiah knows the time of day. April 11th. I see that Henry Clay was born today in 1776. I was always a Henry Clay man. This is Easter Sunday, the day on which our Lord is risen. There is a lot of people that should take notice. April 15th. Buds are well out and on schedule. There are freckles around the trees showing we had a hard winter. Frogs are around thick. It was bad weather for rats in January and February, but they wintered well. I must go after supplies and some spring medicine. I got some business to tend to. April 18th. Must plant all garden sass now. Moon is right tonight, and this is the time. A man come up from Beaver Lake and says hard winter thar. William Hall, a steady, healthy man of good build and sober, was froze with cold. He was coming home from Mill, and he lived over near West Creek. 
This was January 12th. He was found by two squaws out after wood. He was found furrows. He owed me some money. This was a bad day. Sky looks all cheesy tonight. April 20th. Before sunup, a light spatter of rain that turned into bad storm with high wind. All this must dry out, then must plant. Lots of herons nesting up to Herontown, and this year came as usual in the sycamores. Your Uncle Josiah was all in thar in a boat. A hootin' owl was up the cottonwood last night over the house. I got up with the gun and made a bloody mess of him. They cannot hoot above your uncle while he sleeps. April 24th. Jaybirds and crows been jawing a good deal around the house and making a racket, and there is a lot of fox squirrels and coons bobbing around the island when the weather is still and a bear come across. Would like to get that, cuss. Lots of wolves around. Big spring for ducks and geese, but most have left. Many staying to build nests. Must see in the attic what seeds I have, and then must plan. Must plant early stuff. It is now 5 p.m. April 26th. Got all seeds in yesterday. Robins and bluebirds and a lot of woodpeckers and chipping birds are around, and they are mostly building nests. I must plant some melons. A good melon in the shade of a hot day is a fine thing. Almanac predicted April would be seasonable, and this is right so far. April 30th. There's skunks on the island, maybe three or four. Frogs are pretty noisy. Them croakers keep it up. Considerable snipe around and some plover. April has been a remarkable month. Mostly wet, but many fair days. There was a lot of weather between the 1st and the 15th. Lots of frogs, and anybody that wants a bullfrog pie could get one right here if they went after it. This is the place. End of chapter 4, part 1. Recording by Tom Hirsch.